Hello, this is Hayden Land. Today I'm going to be talking about uh, global threat vectors, preparedness, and response. As a matter of background, I have 35 years predominantly in aerospace and defense with some commercial. I worked on a broad spectrum of uh, government and regulated industry needs within multiple technology spaces, including cloud computing, cyber, mobility, big data, and others, and with a heavy focus uh, on the warfighter domains, air, land, sea, space, as well as cyber, and more recently, bio, both uh, nature-made and man-made battery threats. My current job is uh, CEO and CTO of Safely to Prosperity. Um, we are an infectious disease risk management company. And prior to that, uh, employers included Lockheed Martin, Loral, uh, and IBM. And I also ran my own uh, cyber IT consulting firm. So all these threat vector areas, air, land, sea space, cyber, and bio, have a similar pattern. They're bad actors, there's the evolving threats, and then there's the attack surface. Specific to cyber, you have insider threats, nation states, uh, cybercrime, activists, cyber terrorists, industrialized hackers, to name a few. Uh, the threats are either general uh, threats or mission unique, and maybe a financial or a manufacturing threat. The, uh, there's evolving areas such as quantum attacks and traditional protection message uh, methods will not um, protect against that, as well as an increase in application programming interfaces attacks. Not so much going after the system itself, but for the um, APIs around it. Then, of course, you got the supply chain and physical security. And then you have the attack surface. Traditionally, uh, going back 20 years, when I was heavy in cyber. Um, I had to worry about the data layer, the server layer, web applications, uh, email, uh, uh, other related corporate um, applications. Uh, but today, with the internet of everything, you have uh, mobility, cloud computing, virtualization, wearable devices, embedded chips. So the uh, attack surface has exploded. So the same concept of uh, bad actors, threats, and emergent attack surface applies both to uh, traditional warfighter domains as well as bio or bioterrorism related. For example, in, in, a, in the warfighter domain, a uh, typical attack would be a reconnaissance phase solved by weaponization and delivery, exploitation, um, installation, command, and control, and then action on objectives. And in order to defend that, you would have tools and processes and best practices to detect, deny, deceive, degrade, and deceive um, those, uh, uh, those other processes. Now, um, some other interesting um, areas of importance in cyber Mutual assets, I may, may want to point out here, is uh, Google, Verizon, and CrowdStrike uh, have published excellent articles in 2023 on threat vectors. 
There's a 31-page Threat Horizons report from Google, a 89-page Data Breach Investigations report from Verizon, and a 42-page uh, Global Threat Report from CrowdStrike. I encourage you to uh, check those out on the internet. And uh, cloud uh, misconfiguration is also a, a, a common issue. Um, Foog and Sonotype uh, recently surveyed uh, 300 cloud professionals and have published an interesting report on the nature and scale of cloud misconfiguration. And uh, it's a very, very useful um, article, so I encourage you to uh, check into that. And, and Gartner cites uh, through 2023, at least 99% of cloud security failures will be the customer's fault, not AWS, not Azure, not Google. Um, so this is an important area. Quantum attacks, as I mentioned earlier, are uh, on the rise. Um, traditional standard public key cryptography will not be able to withstand quantum-based computing attacks. And uh, companies like Google, Apple, and Microsoft are addressing this. Uh, Google announced the first open-source quantum-resilient security key implementation called FIDO. I encourage you to, uh, to, to get familiar with that because quantum-resilient uh, FIDO security implementations will be vital towards ensuring the safety and security uh, as the advent of quantum computing uh, approaches. Now... Shifting over to uh, S2P briefly, uh, S2P is an infectious disease risk management system, so we have medical information, PII. Um, data protection is uh, very important to us. We operate in the um, commercial cloud space uh, with robust uh, data architectures using MongoDB. Uh, we will be uh, pursuing uh, Fed ramp authority to operate uh, certification in first quarter 2024 so we can also serve the public sector currently we're focused on the private all our uh, instances are in secure operating centers with SOC 2 reports um, we're heavily focused on international privacy and data localization regulations currently operating in US and India and um, we'll soon expand it to Japan and others we take cloud posture management very uh, seriously, as well as API secure programming standards. We also have uh, endpoint detection and response, next-gen antivirus, uh, MFA, advanced phishing, malware protection, vulnerability management, and we encrypt our backups. And even with all that, we still carry cyber and professional liability coverage. Um, uh, we're also heavily involved in influencing education in, in this space um, as well. Uh, we are partnered with uh, Capital Technology University, where I used to uh, hold the chairman of the board position from 2018 through 2022. Uh, we have joint members on both the university board and the STP board. We do podcasts and uh, webinars together, and we're developing educational pathways. And we recently uh, stood up a PhD in emergency and protective services uh, with them and have uh, authored 10 dissertation topics. Um, and these topics uh, use techniques uh, both from the warfighter domain as well as the cyber domain, but applied to pandemics. An example is uh, applying the cybersecurity kill chain methodology to pandemic uh, 
scenarios. Now, the actual uh, pandemic, um, endemic threat vector specific, you know, we just got uh, through COVID, you know, it's still lingering on. The CDC director recently warned of the coming uh, tri triple-demic. Uh, it's a collision of RSV, the flu, and COVID-19. Uh, it's going to overwhelm hospitals this fall. Um, the administration has warned uh, due to these, this uh, triple endemic, the um, caseload are expected to exceed 100 million uh, for the second half of uh, 2023. And that will surpass the combined uh, cases um, for the entire COVID period prior to June uh, of this year. There's also um, enhanced discussions between NATO nations regarding the bioterrorism threat vector. And today, more than 1 billion people are at risk because of the battle between globalization and nature. Uh, in countries like West Africa, Southeast Asia, and South America, uh, humans are very close to uh, nature and, and, and animals. Um, now, S2P, uh, we have an infectious disease risk management solution. It's a SaaS cloud-based solution. It's HIPAA compliant. It supports multi-diseases and multi-locations. It automates the screening, testing, vaccinations, precautions, exposure, tracking, and travel monitoring. It's very robust in alarm and alerting and some impressive management reporting. And we believe it's it's the right approach for corporations to take to better prepare their company for future COVID-like scenarios. Uh, we're focused on manufacturers, universities, call centers, public health government, uh, hospital systems, nursing homes, three-letter agencies, military bases, and the tourism industry. And we're really focused on decreasing workforce attrition and, uh, and vacancy rates. So I would encourage you to uh, check out our, uh, our website. It's uh, www.safely, spelled out the number two, prosperity.com. Um, you'll see uh, some, some great examples of recent awards that we got. Uh, our announcement that was featured on the cover of Forbes in August, and uh, several other assets regarding the system capabilities and where you should request a demo. So again, I, I appreciate your time today, um, and I hope you have a wonderful rest of the week. Yeah.